Hello and welcome back to our next Let's Talk version. We're going to be talking about storytelling on dates uh, for men and women. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, we're joined here by Dan. Uh, hey there, Dan. How are you? Life, as you know, buddy, is beautiful, as Jim Carrey said once, basically. So life is fantastic. I love it a lot. And we just finished all of our meetings. I was literally on my way here to record this podcast and got stuck in traffic. And it ah, was actually a traffic. great chance to think and deliberate about certain matters and stuff. But for now, things are fine. And I'm glad to be here with you. You know, everybody loves traffic. It's just one part of your life you cannot live without. That's, that's right. Um, that's well, just, I, I've <laughs> actually uh, come to love it as well, step by step. So there are many opportunities by doing traffic. I recently realized there are so many opportunities in traffic that you've never thought of possible. I mean, like, let's okay, just be this honest. Is not, this think, is another topic, but this is interesting. Can you elaborate? <laughs> well, there are many things. First of all, I'm a huge fan of audiobooks. So when you're in traffic, you don't have to focus so much on the road anymore. And you can I actually see. listen uh, with full attention to audiobooks. The other point is uh, making phone calls because generally it's illegal to make phone calls or text while driving. But when you're stuck in a bumper to bumper traffic, then of course there's no you know security problems in that regard as well. And of course when you're in traffic, uh, things are slow, so you can actually look around a little bit for finding opportunities in case that's necessary, in case that's your thing. So that's the third most uh, advantageous uh, basically aspect of traffic. So I like all three of them. So your point is you find something to like about any any situation that you're stuck in. It doesn't matter if it's Absolutely, by nature. Buddy. Yeah, it's like generally nobody, I never heard some some people say I find some things interesting about traffic or good about traffic. Well, <laughs> you were pretty much the because, first person. You know, I think it, it, it's, it's you, you and I both, we're entrepreneurs. So we right. have somehow learned to be adaptable and True. find good things in everything because we are optimists to the core and without it, we cannot even survive. So I guess that's why... Uh, we can find good things even in traffic. I see. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. And that's a very good attitude because you have two choices. You can be miserable in the traffic while you're driving home or whatever, or you can actually make use of it. So I guess everybody in their sane mind would go for the make use of it. Just have to learn how to. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyhow, getting past the uh, deviation here, which uh, occurred very naturally. I liked it. It was pretty nice. Um, we're going. So today we're going to talk about, you know, um, well, some advice in general uh, in terms of dating, especially like one or two first dates. Uh, but but like going further, we want to talk about like specifically storytelling and dating because I personally I'm personally very fascinated by stories in general. But for the sake of it, right now we're just going to talk about dating. We're going to have another episode for a uh, for 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 storytelling in general. Um, and the reason is I think uh, we keep telling ourselves stories like. Even when we're thinking uh, with ourselves, we're, we're telling ourselves stories, and that's that's really fascinating, and that's how we communicate mainly uh, with each other. Even even body language communication goes with stories. It it tells a uh, tiny stories of its own. So that's right. Uh, let me get you started with that. Uh, what what do you think? Uh, first of all, what do you think dating is? Actually, let's start from scratch. Well, dating, for those few of our listeners who have no idea what dating is, <laughs> is when uh, basically two uh, people who are interested in each other romantically and are interested in having uh, basically a romantic as well as sexual relationship meet each other in order to realize whether or not they have chosen the right person. This is like a, I, I, for me, it's more like a dance where you somehow demonstrate your qualities to each other to find out if that person is the right one for you. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you're on dates, 
the most important thing you have to do is to talk. I mean, uh, there are for some sure. people who just go, I don't know, they just go to cinema and watch a movie together or they do things that are just so irrelevant. That's just stupid. Never do that. Never go to friggin' cinemas when you're on dates. Right. Uh, ultimately, dates are about being able to communicate your good qualities to the opposite gender or the other partner in case you're talking about homosexual dating and you want the other person to somehow appreciate you and appreciate who you are and mm -hmm. this ultimately allows you to attract the partner and be able to uh, somehow build and form a long-term or short-term uh, romantics and sexual relationship with that person right so just to clarify we are mainly focusing on the very first few dates like if you're into your relationship for a year or two that's a different story of course i guess course. you you know better but yeah this like initially when you're going out for a first second third or fifth even tenth time for with the, with the person the purpose is to get to know them see if they're compatible with you see if you can exactly. actually spend time with each other so so yeah i agree with you like uh, for, for very first date going to uh places that you can't really talk isn't really feasible unless you have a lot of time on the first date so you can actually go to the cinema and then sit down and talk about the movie that would be actually good because you get to know a lot about the person anyhow but like i don't know about you buddy but if i sit in a freaking dark room for one hour and a half <laughs> after that i just want to go home and sleep and i just have no freaking energy left to talk like literally i mean like you're in that dark environment like for freaking two hours or so some some of those Movies are actually too darn long as well, so yeah. never recommend it. It's only good, as you mentioned, in the process of courtship, not right. when you're just dating. You just started started dating. That's that's the worst idea ever. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a major fan of it either. But in general, I'm saying like the the purpose is basically to get to know the other person. I agree with you, and so exactly. so that's dating defines. It's a, it has a boundary now. We know what we're talking about. Like I know everybody knows what dating is, but. You know, I, I want to clarify so we are on the same page. Everybody like fantastic, right? So mm, let's let's go on further. And you know, uh, what are the? I want to ask you this based on your personal experience and the things that you have seen. Uh, but starting with personal experience, what are the, uh, the very first the sorry uh, early on when you were going on your early, uh, first dates when you were younger? What were the uh, mistakes that you would majorly make on? On, uh, on your first dates or second dates very early on? You see, I think the biggest mistake that most men do make when they don't have enough experience in dating is uh, unfortunately what we have also uh, learned in, in the media is that most men don't understand that talking to a girl uh -huh. is different than talking to a boy. I mean, that's mm. the biggest problem. Uh, right now, for example, you and I are talking, uh, we have this let's talk edition thing. And the way I talk to you right now, Pujix, will be quite different than the way I talk to a girl because ultimately we men are logical and we are result oriented. And oftentimes the things and the content of our communication with, uh, with other uh, men predominantly is about logical things as well as instrumental things. So we want to find out what we did how nice. we did it and what's the results however women on the other hand they don't care so much about the logical stuff and for them especially on a date right. uh, they are concerned with stories that ultimately allows them to understand who you are so the major difference between communication between men and women is what most guys understand almost nothing and that's precisely the first and biggest mistake that we men tend to make on dates and that is we don't understand that we're talking to a girl it's this this woman things differently than other dudes that we tend to hang out with. So ultimately knowing exactly how men and women would like to share their ideas differently can allow us to get rid of this serious mistake that we make oftentimes, which is why I mentioned this as our first mistake. The other common mistake that uh, most men tend to make on their first few dates is that 
unfortunately, they tend to somehow follow the what we see in the media and whatnot. They buy a bouquet of flowers and they go to a fancy ah. dinner. And these are some of the biggest mistakes that most men can make because let's be honest if you're a dude you just met a girl you don't even know who she is maybe she's maybe she's got a uh, herpes maybe she's got a lot of problems man maybe she's right. she's super fucking crazy so when you just <laughs> met a girl when you do all of these things when you buy her flowers and take her to a fancy restaurant on the first date what do you signify here you signify that i'm a loser and you are the coolest gift ever Thank you for giving this loser the chance and the gift of your time. So I'm going to pay for your time. And that's just stupid. So the second biggest mistake is that guys take it too seriously. Guys, Plus, the first date yeah, means right. frigging nothing. On right. the first date, that woman means nothing to you because you don't know who she is. And because of this, the biggest mistake that most women make on the second date is that they take it too seriously. They make it too fancy. And that's, of course, another huge mistake. You were saying something, by the way? Yeah, I was going to say, plus, you don't know if that girl is allergic to some, some to, uh, specific flowers or something. <laughs> I mean, literally, there's a lot of things here, man. And, I mean, we all have made those mistakes, by the way. Of course, now we laugh at it. But when you're starting out, sure. when you're 14, 15, and 16, of course, you don't have any clue. And you just do what you see on television, obviously. So that's the second biggest mistake that most guys make on uh, the first date. And the third one, I told you, is just uh, freaking being boring and running out of things to say. That's the third biggest right. mistake that most men make because, unfortunately, we men are not as communicative as uh, girls are because men – it's proven uh, scientifically that most men use half of the vocabulary that is used by women, maybe even less than that per day. So this means that we are not very communicative in nature, and most men are what we call response talkers. It means they do not like to start a conversation or start or contribute something at the beginning. They want to respond to it like – that's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good idea. We should do this. Yeah, we should. Like, this is another serious problem because most guys are like this, especially more serious guys who are not into communications. And when they go on dates, it's just a freaking boring experience where you bore the girl out and she just asks questions and you just respond, which should be the opposite, by the way. We should, we should actually be the guy who contributes to the conversation and the communication. So that's, of course, the last serious biggest mistake. And there are many solutions that we can actually come up with to deal with all of them one by one. So the first thing, like... While I was hearing what you were saying, I think the first thing that I was thinking of is to dial down the serious a little bit. Let's be a little bit less serious and just like be in a more have fun mood. Uh, anyhow, this is absolutely critical because if right. you don't do that, then you cannot, of course, tell good stories. You cannot have a good conversation. True. That's true. Yeah, your your stories would be super serious and with with uh, one line of introduction, one line of middle ground, and the punchline. That's it. Let's go exactly. home. Exactly. <laughs> Time's up. Uh, yeah. So so that's that. And from your perspective, so this was mainly guys' mistakes. From your perspective, you've gone on. Um, I'm assuming, not suggesting. I'm assuming like uh, many dates. Uh, so what were? Let's the... assume that's true. Okay. No comments. <laughs> neither confirm nor deny. But let's assume that's true. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyhow. So yeah, let's uh, let's say. Uh, so so what are, what were the few things that you've received on the, when you were on the receiving end of things that you uh, that the basically girls did that put you off and you didn't like essentially the the mistakes that girls made that you didn't personally like from your perspective? Well, first of all, I don't blame girls in this regard, but one of the uh, most common problems that I have personal experience on dating is that oftentimes, especially at the beginning, most women. Uh, tend to be rather shy and they do not like to contribute so much and that's quite normal by the way like we expect see, yeah. that 
in the science of dating, it's natural for the women to be a bit more passive, especially at first. And for science the guy, of dating, holy crap, active. sorry. Uh, is, that, is that a science, really? Uh, trust me, buddy. It okay. Is. <laughs> we can talk about that one, but it is indeed a science. Of course, I, Amazing. for me personally, it's more a, a science plus art. Because right. I think both elements are in it, but uh, generally speaking, yes, it is uh, proven both psychologically and uh, basically in other sciences where you can Amazing. actually combine a lot of different fields to come up with a science that allows you to get the most out of your dating experience. Amazing, cool. Yeah, yeah. You were sorry. You were saying so that was the for first sure, percent. definitely. And <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, uh, so uh, most women oftentimes do not contribute so much. And the biggest problem for most girls, if they want to go on a date that the guy can actually enjoy, is when they tend to be too silent and too passive. Mm. I mean, it is natural for girls at the beginning, because they don't know the guy, to be a bit passive and just let him run the entire show, if you will. But right. ultimately, the women should also learn to contribute as well. Now, oftentimes, if a man knows how to be a good storyteller and be able to somehow warm up the conversation, then usually after a few hours, the girl also starts to contribute to the conversation and becomes basically uh, uh, somebody who shares her own stories as well. However, right. in most parts, generally in the first few days, girls tend to contribute as less as possible. And of course, it all depends on the uh, communication skills of the man to be able to actually get the girl to talk as much as possible. I see. Yeah. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. And as you mentioned, I agree with you that it's not necessarily a mistake rather it would be encouraging that whenever they see a few signs of okay engagement just just join in that would be uh, like that that's my personal uh, opinion on this on the matter as well and and it also sometimes like uh, lifts the weight off your shoulder a little so you can actually breathe <laughs> let them <talk>. exactly <laughs> finally that's right yeah um well, that's 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 the point. Like in the in the first dates or very first dates, a couple of them or three of them, four of them, whatever. You you want to get to know the person, and if you keep talking, it's just like you are giving information. You're not necessarily getting to know the person. So it's nice that exactly. you contribute. That's right. Um, so true. So, so that's a good thing. Uh, so yeah, we we elaborated a little bit of uh, mistakes that men make, and you mentioned very briefly how you can fix those. Can you elaborate on that and say, like, the, the mistakes that we uh, men tend to make in a uh, in their first dates, how they basically defy those those mistakes? Uh, That's right. Specifically, yeah. Very good, very good. You see, ultimately, I think most men, if they want to get rid of their, their biggest mistake, which is not being able to tell good stories, they have to understand what is uh, basically the different approach towards storytelling between guys and girls. Now, ever since I have learned the uh, art of storytelling, uh, sometimes I find it very boring to talk to some of my guy friends when we hang out because they, I remember, we're back to square one, this guy's talking about bullshit. So here's the problem with most men. Right. Most of, most of us men, when we tell stories, we talk about events and what happened in the end. So ultimately, most of – right now, think about like uh, your chat when you're chatting with your guy friends. Most mm -hmm. guys – for example, let's say you, you talk to your guy friend and you say, dude, uh, let me tell you a story about when I went to Thailand. And the guy mm -hmm. asks, so when did you go there? Was it like winter or summer? How much you pay for the ticket? You see, right. when a guy – when you're talking to a guy and you're telling a story to a guy, it's more about the logical stuff, the details and how it happened. Because most often guys are like – guys by nature are goal-oriented and they are – they for want sure. to get results. Because of this, when they're telling stories, they often talk about things such as 
if you want to like tell your story about how I went to Thailand is like talking like what airliner I used, how long it took, how much it cost. These lots of information are very important to guys. And if I want to talk about my Thailand trip with a guy, definitely these questions will come up because it's normal because a man is often planning his own trip to Thailand, basically, right? Yep, so yeah, well. <laughs> Most guys tend to uh, talk about logical stuff. I remember once I was talking to my friend Alex and he was telling me all these stories about history of certain things and whatnot. And I was bored as fuck, man, at that time. Like, Lily, what the hell am I going to do? How can I get into this conversation? Because right. for most men, logical stuff, what happened, then what happened after that, and what's the conclusion? Th this is the typical male, uh, uh, basically, approach towards storytelling. What happened? What happened after that? And what's the conclusion? Because most men, we are action oriented. We want to get the lesson and then do something with it. Now, mm -hmm. here's the darn truth women are quite the opposite. Women do not care about the logical details of a story. What happened, then what happened, and what's the conclusion means almost nothing to the female brain. Instead, for women, what matters in a story the most is not the story itself, but the characters in it. Right. We call this character development. So for most women, it's the character development of the story that is exciting for them. Let me give you a story, for example, I heard recently from one of my friends, and uh, it's about a story of basically uh, a friend of mine who went with his friends to Australia. And these two guys walked into a bar and uh, basically at that point, somebody shouted at them with an Australian accent, some fake is walking here, something like this basically, right? So okay. uh, these guys, uh, and uh, somehow at that time, uh, these guys were shocked, like, dude, I mean, because let's be honest, they were dressed in a little bit funny way, which right. somehow could be assumed to be uh, from certain backgrounds. And then they responded to saying, uh, from where I come from, uh, guys with a fake uh, ponytail and tan are the ones who are faggots. And right. this actually almost led to a fight. And oh. in that fight, my friend understood that this fight could uh, lead to a serious problem. So what he did was that he tried to control the situation. So at first, he calmed everybody down and he realized that if he wants to control the situation, he has to actually protect his friend because he cares about him because he feels responsible for that friend. So ultimately, they ended up negotiating with this guy not to have a serious fight. He cooled down a little bit and they talked for a while. And my friend actually decided to buy this guy a beer to somehow cool things off a little bit. But of, of course, eventually, this guy eventually got kicked out of the bar. And this allowed my two friends to have a great night together. And this somehow is the end of the story. You see... This mm -hmm. is the kind of story that is interesting for girls, but not for guys. Why? Because here, did I mention where in Australia the story took place? Did I mention nope. how they got there, which airline, how long they stayed, with what types of place? These are the things that are important for guys. But here, I just talk about the character of my friend. That is, mm -hmm. uh, he is caring about his friend. I demonstrated some characteristics. I mean, right now, you heard the story. What do you think are some of the characteristics that you can ascribe to my friend here, based upon the story you just heard? Well, he was initially a little bit emotional. Then he brought out his logical sense of himself and That's controlled right. the situation. Controlling a little bit, yeah. So he's he's the kind of man who can actually control the situation. That's yep. part of his characteristics. Right, right. He's a loyal man who takes loyal, care of the yeah, people sure. he cares about. You already mentioned that. Yep. These are the things that are important to girls. Who are you? Who is this guy? So when you are telling stories on dates to girls, focus on character development not the goddamn logical details. And mm -hmm. that's the biggest problem. So ask yourself, if you want to tell a story about yourself, how can I get rid of all the logical details? 
and focus on demonstrating my character and my personality to that girl because that's the only thing girls care about, especially when they're dating a, a guy for the sake of developing a romantic relationship because they want to know who you are. That's their number one target. Who is this guy? Because for us, generally appearance is uh, the primary factor. But for women, it's generally the personality that is the primary factor of attraction. And because of this, it is very important to demonstrate uh, the right type of personality is quite attractive to most girls on your dates. And if you focus on telling about people, about their intentions, about the emotions they experienced. You see, these right, are exactly. the kind of language say. that is attractive to women. When I was in the bar, I felt. When I was there, I realized that this guy is. At that, after that, I felt. Then, given the fact that I am this kind of person, I did. You see, these are the things, these patterns, which demonstrate your personality and demonstrate characters of not just your, uh, basically, own stories, but, of course, the other characters in your stories. This will all allow you to have a much better experience and tell much more interesting stories on dates. For sure. And I, uh, I agree with you. Like, there are two... Uh, to I can break this down into two sides of the some some stories, and that be how the story makes you feel, and what is the conclusion of the story. What are these specific conclusions in each yeah, conclusions? Let me stop right now. Conclusions aren't for girls. Girls don't care about no. conclusions. Yeah, no, girls they, care they, about who you are and yeah. what happened to your character. Like, yeah. if by the end of the story, for example. It is proven, like let's say in your story at first you, you say things that uh, somehow bring doubt in your self-confidence, but by the end you overcome all those risks and challenges. That's what's uh, important for the girls because they want to know who you are and how you changed as a result of the story by the end of the story. They do not care about the morale of the story. They do not care about the ending and what happened in the end. All they care about is who you were before the story, how you uh, basically acted during the story, and who you became by the end of the story. So it's all the uh, basically all this whole uh, notions that you're expressing yourself by in the story is about one thing: character development. How did your character change by the end of the story? That's important to girls. What happened in the end? It's not important. So leave out all those things. I mean, right now we have this talk, uh, let's talk version. Basically, this is a very manly kind of conversation that we're having right now because ultimately it's about information. Because most of us men, we talk for practical reasons girls aren't like that you see when a girl comes home and starts uh, chatting with her friends she's not uh, somehow talking about these things because she needs to understand what's going on with the world and whatnot or she doesn't want to just uh, know what's happening she wants to share her feelings and know how others are feeling right so this kind of talk that we have right now with you on this uh, podcast this should not be used on a date for example because this is what we call information driven communication and that's something that is super boring to most girls and unfortunately very good for us. So we tend to confuse that. So on dates, you do not talk about information-driven stories, nor do you talk about action orientation or result ring. Like, listen, did, have you heard about the price of this has gone blah, 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 blah? These are details <laughs> girls don't care about, you see? They want to talk about feelings, emotions, and characters because women have this huge drive for sharing and caring and they are wired evolutionarily to know who you are first before they want to see you again. And that is why it's very important to forget about conclusions of the stories or the morale or whatnot and just focus on telling a story that demonstrates the kind of personality that most women find attractive. Yeah, yeah. Again, as I as I was mentioning, yeah, there, there are two major sides and to, to a story for everybody. And that is one conclusion, one how it makes you feel. 
as you mentioned, there's a in a romantic setting tendency for for females are not to care about the conclusion necessarily per se, and then more fo- put more focus on the uh, on the emotions that is carried out. What does this character make me feel, or what does a story make me feel, etc. Exactly. So, yeah. So so it's it's more it's more important to see what indirect messages you're conveying of the story. I agree with you completely, rather than what is the actually you're verbally saying or or what conclusions, what more uh, what uh, direct conclusions you're getting at. Uh, what messages are you directly saying or indirectly? There are two different things. We shouldn't be confused. And um, it makes a good, it, it makes a good impactful, like in different settings even, which we're going to talk later. And in a story, it can actually have very good impacts or bad impacts, perhaps. Uh, but but yeah, with with respect to romantic settings, uh, I think you're very right, and we uh, men need to to focus more on the uh, on the you know emotional side of the story. Exactly. And when they're hearing the story, though, like that's that's one of the things. Like again, girls have that tendency. They 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 tell the story that, as you were saying similar to this Australian story, which that, that was the situation going on and all that. And you have to be able to appreciate the feel of the story to be able to communicate to that person. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now moving on a little bit towards, uh, because I, I was going to say something, but then I want uh, I want you to first uh, start this thing off. So w- w- what are the things that you would, uh, having said the, all these, what are the things that you would say, say to girls? in this regard, when they're either hearing the story or telling the story of that all. When a girl starts talking about her stories, well, understand this. Generally, girls do not share a lot of stories on dates, especially in the first few dates. That is, it is, in my opinion, the man's job to tell most of the stories, and then that will get the girl to open up to share some things about herself. But my experience, no matter how little it is, will uh, somehow uh, shows and, and proves to me that most often girls do not open up by telling a lot of stories. Unless after you have somehow been together for a while and she can then open up and share more stories, which is why I think that as a man, the problem is usually like this. We are not good listeners. Another serious problem that we have on dating is that we are not good listeners. We don't listen to exactly what the girl is saying. And that's not always a bad thing, by the way, because I really believe that if you want success. And it's your job to talk more and listen less. It's just going to be a lot better for the girl as well because usually the girls are quite shy or reserved on the first date. And because of this, it's better for the man to talk most of the time. Uh, However, generally speaking, I really believe that if you are really into building a good relationship with a girl, then you want to somehow know who she is as well. Now, most guys might not care so much about this one as girls do because we are, you know, evolutionary wired differently. But still – Throughout the stories that a girl uh, tells uh, about her life, about what happened in the past, you can then understand what kind of girl she is. Maybe she's a girl who has undergone a lot of trauma in the past, and that has made her a little bit broken. Are you the kind of guy who wants to be a – sorry to use this word – an emotional tampon for a girl? Or do you want to actually be with a girl who has a healthy mindset? So these are all the things that you have to consider as well. And when a girl starts talking about herself – if I were uh, basically, you know, in the shoes of uh, our listeners who want to go on dates and don't don't have that experience, I would focus on actually knowing exactly what kind of characters this girl has and whether or not they are suitable for, for you. So by paying attention, again, to the character development, because oftentimes we guys are like this. We do not care about the character development. We focus on the logical stuff. So when a girl talks about, uh, let's say, her, her own trip to Paris, for example, we focus more on 
the Paris itself and the trip and how she got there. And we don't care so much about why she, with whom she went there. How did she feel when she was there? So the same way that we use these uh, uh, tricks to tell good stories, we can also listen to their stories and uh, uh, somehow assess the personality of that girl and how she actually has uh, come to be who she is today. And these things, are, of course, are very important uh, when you're trying to form a long-term relationship. Because if you miss some of these early signs, man, you can get into a relationship and then things get really, really ugly from then on. And you have to know who the person is. For example, a, a great experience is once I was on a date with a lady and we were, we were talking for a while and then all of a sudden she grabbed my wrist and looked at the brand of my watch. Literally, like we were talking, basically. Mm, interesting. Uh, we're talking, and then suddenly grabbing, oh, interesting. Okay, is that Rolex? Or something like this, right? At that time, I knew that this woman is what we call <clears throat> a gold digger, right? Okay. So <laughs> when you know, I mean, this is a great sign. Look at the character of this girl. You're talking about certain stuff, and suddenly, you know, oops, uh, what's your brand? Okay, pretty cool. This simply shows that the person you're talking to is a gold digger. And then right. you're going to ask yourself, should I go on with this because we guys we ignore that detail literally right. most guys we ignore those details so it's like okay who cares man i just showed off my watch with this girl ha 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 but that's actually a sign do you want to be the kind of girl for whom it is important what is the brand of your watch if you aren't that kind of guy then you should be very careful and not go any further from then on okay so these are things uh, we should pay attention to the subtle details of the girl's stories and behavior to know her character, and only then you can actually be able to form a very successful relationship in the long term. That's very good and uh, very true. You're right. We have to be able to, as men, uh, pay pay more attention to to those tiny details of the story that you mentioned um, uh, and their behavior, of course. And uh, well, girls have the tendency to do that anyways. So, and uh, again, men need to be careful that this is necessarily the case, and they they might they might actually bore the girl and. Actually, you might be a good fit after the fifth and tenth date or something. But then, if you don't get there, you never Excuse know. Me, how many dates, buddy? How many dates? <laughs> fifth or tenth. <laughs> tenth date. Uh, you know, because most of us might be guys. Uh, because I don't want to mislead them right now, guys. There's this rule called the four date rules. I'm a firm believer in the fact that if after four dates with a girl you have not gone anywhere, and by going anywhere, I think you know what I'm talking about. If you have not uh, reached a result by the fourth date, here's my recommendation to you gentlemen. Find another girl. Because attraction is either there or right. it is not there. Attraction takes seconds and minutes to form. If you are with yes. a lady and you have been going on dates for more than four dates and you haven't even been to the first base, I'd say you guys have to do something about this from my perspective. So you mentioned 10 dates because uh, right. I really feel responsible for this right now. To all the gentlemen out there, if by the fourth date you felt there is no chemistry, I would like to ask you to move on. Let that woman alone. She is not your type. You're not basically uh, uh, her type. This will allow both of you to later meet someone whom you can spark chemistry on the first date. That's what matters. So I do not recommend going on dates. That's another serious problem. Men who go on many dates do so because they do not know how to convey the right characteristics. And more importantly, oftentimes they are going out with the wrong person. Sorry, guys. You are not everyone's match. Of course, I'm nobody's not every everyone's match. And neither are yeah. you, Pujix. Which, but, but the fact of the matter is that, Pujix, you are a lot of girls' matches, like instantly. I'm pretty sure some girls will see you, Pujix, and say, 
dude, look at that hot guy, all shaven and beard and all that. That, that guy is cool. And it's on <laughs> right away, man. Okay. Right. And there will be some girls for whom that's a problem. They say, no, I'm yep. not going to hang with this. So why waste 10 dates on a girl? Or for girls, the same story. Why go on many dates with a boy that you do not feel attracted to at all? Just for the sake of going on dates, it's not cool. So ultimately, uh, that's another deviation from the main topic. But I really have this called the four date rules. If by the fourth date, there have been no chemistry, then I recommend you guys to find somebody else. Leave that girl alone. And uh, you will do her a favor. You will do yourself a favor. And this is a mutual, a mutually beneficial for both of you. Find somebody else. No, I agree with you, and um, so I think uh, you got you got me a little bit wrong. And first of all, I really agree with that. I think the chemistry is very important. It's not it's not necessarily something that grows. It can in some very weird cases, but then what are the odds of that? Where you want want to waste your time on that? But what I was trying to say is that if the initial initial stages of that first date was set up and laid out differently, the chemistry could have been there. So what I'm trying to say is that you you might you want to so you actually might like that girl and that girl might like you but not if you convey the wrong message. So what I was <laughs> going to say is that if you if you do that then you don't get to that point. Exactly. So that, that was that was what I was going with. But I agree with the with the notion that you know if if the few day few early dates you don't see any chemistry between the two of you, you're better off yeah letting go. There, there are, there's very slim chance, not impossible, that it actually turns out really nice. But then. What are the odds of that? Like really, exactly. really low. So, so yeah, you don't want to, you know, waste anybody's time on that. Not neither yours or nor hers. So I agree That's with that. Right. Anyhow, back to the main topic, and um, we are also approaching the uh, later uh, stages of this this talk today. So, uh, to to have a wrap up on the story side of this uh, this first and second dates, can you give me? And ex- like put possibly a real example, but it could be a fictional one too. It doesn't matter uh, of a good date from starting. But like, uh, I don't know how you want to illustrate it from the very beginning to the very end. Fantastic. So from, from good f- sorry, before you continue from both sides right. of the aisle, like men and uh, women. Absolutely. Absolutely. A good Thank date. You. A good date is a date where not only it is fun to talk with the other person, that is you're uh, having a good time but you also get to know each other very well. So please, please avoid talking about random things that have nothing to do with either one of you. And especially in the first few days, focus more on stories that reveal who you are. A good date from my perspective begins by talking about random things. We call this uh, bantering, by the way, in the science of dating. You start just bantering about random stuff until you get to the dating destination. Could be a cafe, could be, I don't know, uh, a bench on a park. And once you guys sit down, and I do recommend you guys to actually do sit down. I mean, if you're dating, you're always walking or something, that's also not very good because in that condition, there's no eye contact because uh, the girl cannot focus so much on your body language as you're telling that interesting story that you have, right? So you need to actually eventually sit down in a place where she can look at you and absorb your body language. And at that time, you have a great opportunity to share some of the great stories that happen in your life. And sometimes a guy tell me, guys tell me like, Dan, I just run out of things to say on a date. Well, the reason that you run out of things to say is because you do not have anything to say. It's because your life is boring. So another <laughs> great way to becoming a great storyteller is to have an interesting lifestyle where you can uh, see a lot of things. Now, if you don't, don't have it uh, in your life that is exciting, then just take one travel, dude. travel one place and you'll have a lot of stories all of a sudden. Your luggage right. got lost on the way there and then something else happened and then I found this one and then somebody did this. So 
live a life where you have stories. Now, if you don't have any stories, then you have no option but to create stories, obviously, because you can't just not talk about anything on a date. But right. ultimately, a good date is where you share real, authentic stories that happens to you. And then in the process, you focus more on demonstrating your qualities and characteristics while doing your very best to leave out the logical details as much as possible. In the meantime, a good date is also about a conversation and dialogue. You're not supposed to go and start to become a speaker like, ladies and gentlemen, today I would <laughs> like to talk about how cool I am. Here's Where's your PowerPoint? That last, I mean, literally, many guys are like, they just keep fucking talking all the time. No, let the girl talk, invite her in, uh, somehow right try there. to get her involved. So a good date is where you guys are talking back and forth. And right. because of this, you want to make sure that you're asking questions. For example, let's say you're talking about the same story in Australia, and you get to the point where uh, there's about to be a fight. Then you take a pause. Mm -hmm. You look the girl in the eye in a very nice, friendly way. And then you ask her, why would, you, why would you not want to go to Australia, by the way? Or from your perspective, if you were in that situation, what would you have done? You see, you involve the girl in by allowing her to make decisions about how the story should proceed. And then once she has contributed, you then tell your stories like, actually, this didn't happen. This happened, right? So right. we keep talking. So I use this technique all the time. Like I actually talk about a story, take a pause, and then I ask a girl as if uh, she has a, a say in the story, what would you have done in this situation? Or what do you think about this? Or I let her contribute somehow. Because if you're just talking on a date, you come off as arrogant and it's fucking boring, man. I mean, if a guy talks all the time, right? So you right. want to invite the other person to contribute as well. And the best approach is to take a pause every now and then and ask her or him what he or she thinks, basically, and then continue the story. That's one part. And understand a good date isn't just about storytelling. It is also about flirting as well as many other things such as role plays and question games, which we can actually cover in a, in a future podcast. Of course, yeah. We, we were, as we mentioned, we were mainly going to cover the story storytelling aspect of um the first dates and uh thank you for that and uh, before we adjourn i want to actually get your final comments on the subject fantastic so understand guys your attraction for a girl is far more about your storytelling than it is about uh your other characteristics you could be super rich you could be super ripped you could be super cool but if you're not capable of demonstrating your qualities verbally in a good story, then you have a serious problem. Which is exactly why I recommend most men to stop watching movies and instead read some books. In order to be a good storyteller, you need to have high verbal skills. And unfortunately, when you're watching a movie, you do not get anything verbally. There's, no, there's only dialogues. Right. However, Ever since I wanted to get serious about storytelling, I actually began listening to audiobooks about certain stories. We call this uh, audio spectacles, where the, everything is described. Because on it, when you're telling a story, you can't just tell the dialogues. You need to describe the situation. And this is not possible if you are a movie guy who likes to passively sit and observe. Because of this, my biggest recommendation to all the men out there and especially for men, because women are generally good at it because they do a lot of practice, stop uh, watching movies all the time and instead start reading fiction, romance novels, and other stories to learn how to narrate a story. 
A story isn't just dialogues. As a matter of fact, the dialogues are the smallest parts of a good story. A good story is about a, the ability to narrate a plot line step by step and describe the situation as we sat in that dingy bar where there was, a, a, Set the the scene. Of, let's say, a lot, being alone in a foreign country. The sound of, uh, for example, music was so loud and we felt that everybody's smoking so much we're going to choke. You see, these are ways to describe the situation. When you're watching a movie, you don't have to do any of these stuff. It's all shown vis uh, basically vis uh, it's all visually and visually described. Right, right. So verbal description. And if you aren't already a good storyteller, if you're a man, there's a 99.9% .9 chance that you aren't, then I highly recommend you to start reading stories and fiction. I'm a huge fan of nonfiction, as you know me. Most of the books I read are all nonfiction because I believe in the value of education. However, I also read fiction. I also read novels and stories. And uh, most importantly, I love to listen to audiobooks uh, that narrate different stories before I go to sleep at night. So by learning these things, by improving your verbal skills, and the ability to narrate stories, you'll be a wonderful storyteller and you will see a tremendous, tremendous jump in your success in dating. Amazing. That's uh, That was a very impactful uh, episode, I believe. And uh, thank you, Dan, for being with us again. It is my pleasure, buddy. And thank you for tuning in again for one of our other Let's Talk versions. Hope to see you on later episodes. Uh, here I am, Puya LJ, a.k.a. Pujix. See you next time.